Feeling sluggish in the morning? How about needing some caffeine to pick you up? Or do you have afternoon slumps in the, throughout the day? Fatigue is one of the most common complaints in the doctor's office and one of the least listened to. Today, we'll be diving into the causes of fatigue and what you can do about it. This is the Dr. Lam Show, and we're here to talk about integrative and functional medicine and I empower you to take control of your health. If you enjoy the show and find it useful, please hit the like button and subscribe to the Dr. Lam podcast as well as the YouTube channel. This is the best way to make this show more visible so that other people who need this information can find it. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam. I'm an internal medicine doctor who is also board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. And I've spent my medical career working in chronic disease treatment as well as reversal. And I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, a family medicine physician with uh, fellowships in the functional and metabolic medicine. I'm passionate about nutrition and lifestyle medicine. Today, we'll be talking about fatigue, which we are experts in, and how you can transform your life to becoming fantastic. So let's start with what is fatigue? Well, fatigue is feeling sluggish in the morning, getting up and not feeling refreshed, and then, you know, going through the morning and it's okay. And then after lunch, you have an afternoon slump as well. And by mid-afternoon, you know you need to feel like you need to take a nap uh, to really get through the day. Sometimes having a meal can perk you up, but then you start to go downhill again. You'll find that you need to get one cup of coffee in the morning, and then one cup of coffee won't start working. Then you need to do two, three, four, just to keep up with the demands of life. And if you're that person, you might be having a low energy from an adrenal standpoint. Maybe you're not able to produce enough hormones to give you that pick-me-up, and that's why you're feeling the tiredness. And so what hormone is responsible for this, Dr. Kerry? Well, you have the anti-stress hormone, which is cortisol. Your body has to draw from its reserves in order to fight uh, inflammation and give you energy. So your adrenals produce cortisol. If you're feeling tired in the morning, even after you've gotten a good night's rest of sleep, then maybe you have to look at something like adrenal fatigue. So cortisol is supposed to be high in the morning where it's supposed to wake you up um, and get you to rise up very early in the morning. So it peaks around 6 to 7 a.m in the morning, and then it starts to go downhill throughout the rest of the day. And this can be tested by saliva or by urine. The cortisol is high in the morning and it comes down gently like a ski slope. And so evening time, usually you have a low cortisol. So that's normal, okay? But some people, they tend to have a higher, um, uh, some people have a reversed curve where the cortisol is actually low in the morning, but high at night and their circadian rhythm and their cortisol rhythm can get very disrupted. And other people, maybe there's their cortisol is low in the morning and high in the middle of the day. And that points to more of a stressful type of life where your cortisol puts out at the wrong time of day. And others that have adrenal fatigue, they just have a flat curve, meaning your adrenals are so tired, they can't even produce cortisol, the anti-stress hormone anymore. And so 
if you are going through uh, fatigue, you want to be able to test your cortisol levels. That's the number one thing that you should do, because that will kind of point to where you're at regarding your adrenal health. So feeling tired in the morning can sometimes mean that you don't have enough cortisol to wake you up and get your day started. So Dr. Jeremy, that's the morning tiredness, but can you kind of explain the cortisol and how it looks for those who have afternoon slumps? Well, you know, uh, having that afternoon slump uh, could be if you have a drastic drop in your cortisol. It can also mean that you are having some blood sugar issues as well, uh, as you're relating to your cortisol output along with blood sugar uh, signs. So oftentimes it's having this roller coaster up and down that is related to the cortisol being sluggish in the morning, having the slump in the afternoon to really uh, slow down and try to learn and see, hey, what's going on? What is your body trying to tell you? You know, it's not necessarily that it's broken, but it's the body's healthy signal, a signal, yeah, but it's healthy to tell you that, hey, let's focus on the adrenals a little bit. And so as you can tell, fatigue isn't as simple as just sleeping more and going on with your life. Every organ system in your body is connected. And so a major change in one of them can have numerous and unexpected effects. And so let's get uh, dive more deeply into those changes and uh, look at those health problems associated with fatigue. We all live with fatigue of some extent. Life is stressful, we get tired, and the, the downhill happens when we try to feed into this fatigue by artificially giving ourselves short bursts of energy, whether it's coffee or energy drinks or sugar like donuts to help patch the solution. It's not really a long-term plan, and so it doesn't really get to the root cause of why you're feeling fatigued. So we need to first start really try and listen to our bodies and understand why we're fatigued and what these symptoms are telling us. So what are the common reasons that people might feel the fatigue, Dr. Jeremy? The number one is sleep issues. Uh, Not only if you have problems sleeping, but if you just don't have good sleep hygiene, you know, if you're going to sleep at 12, one o'clock, if you're on your phone watching TV for two hours, Uh, at night, that's really disrupting your circadian rhythm. And obviously, if you don't have good sleep, then you're not going to feel uh, rested the next day. Other issues uh, we see commonly is if you have thyroid imbalance. Thyroid is responsible for your energy levels, for metabolism. And so if there's uh, thyroid issues, you might have some fatigue. And that's often related to both the ovarian, adrenal, and the thyroid axis, where we've talked about that previously. So if you do have thyroid issues, you need to make sure that still your adrenals are properly um, regulated because there's that connection between the thyroid and the adrenals. So make sure that you look into that if you do have thyroid issues. Right. So we call that the ovarian, adrenal, thyroid axis, where your hormones are very important in producing energy, okay, for how you feel. And so not only your hormones have to be well taken care of, but your gut and your immune system and your detox pathways and your neurotransmitters, a lot of those can also contribute to fatigue. So getting down to the root cause is important. And if you need a healthcare practitioner to help you, I suggest you give us a free initial phone call, 714-709-8000 
we'll be able to help you through this and sift through what your root root cause is. And so we talked about morning fatigue, we talked about afternoon slump, but there's another thing called the second wind that's a very classic telltale sign of adrenal issues um, that can happen when the body's adrenal system loses its reserve and then you feel tired. But then the cortisol finally kicks in and it rises up, giving you a second chance, so to say, usually around the evening or the nighttime. And then people feel you know, patients, our patients always say that they're more anxious or they have a more energy in the evening time that somehow comes out of nowhere and then they aren't able to sleep. And so that also happens very commonly in adrenal fatigue. And so um, fatigue is one of the most common symptoms of adrenal fatigue, but, you know, it might not only be fatigue, right, uh, Dr. Jeremy, what other symptoms uh, tend to happen that are very common for patients who have adrenal fatigue? Well, uh, they'll find that they have reduced exercise uh, capacity, finding that they have low motivation, low moods, not being uh, motivated to do anything. Uh, they also find that they have, you know, a lot of wiredness, yeah, tiredness, maybe some dizziness upon standing, uh, heart palpitations. And this is obviously you go through the workup, conventional workup, and things ha have come back normal, but you still have those feelings uh, of those symptoms going on. Then that can relate to that there's other things in the body that is going on. And that's where the NEM stress response actually comes in because all of the symptoms that we've addressed so far, like the sleep or the thyroid or the heart or your, your gut or your detox, they all correlate to different circuits. And so we actually have six circuits in our neural endometabolic stress response. So if you're having a sleep issue or a motivation mood issue, it could be related more to the neuroaffect circuit. If you have a thyroid imbalance, it's related more to the hormone circuit that's being imbalanced. If you find yourself having more brain fog, liver congestion, not being able to uh, detox, then that's part of your detoxification circuit. The other uh, three circuits are if you find that you have, you know, a lot of bloating, uh, inflammation, gut, then that goes under the inflammation circuit. Uh, if you have blood sugar, weight components related to your metabolism, that's related to your bioenergetic circuit. And lastly, if you find that you have uh, cardiac symptoms, you know, again, the heart palpitations, uh, fast heart rate, maybe possibly arrhythmias, poor circulation, then that relates to the cardionomic circuit. And so where does fatigue uh, belong to, Dr. Carey? Fatigue can really be anywhere in those circuits, but a lot of times, yes, the hormone circuit is the biggest one that we look at, which includes the ovarian, the adrenals, the thyroid. And so it's important to really identify which circuit is stress. Like all those circuits that you talked about, we need to find what's the root cause and address and help those circuits. And you have to be very careful about the way you treat the fatigue. So many times, like we talk about uh, people using stimulants, whether it's herbs, glandulars, medication, even vitamin C uh, can give you energy. Uh, similar to donuts or sugary foods. So you don't want just a quick fix. You want to truly find what circuit is going wrong. How do I help um, benefit this circuit and get to the root cause? And therefore, the fatigue will be able to improve uh, from the ground up. 
And so if you don't know what circuit you're in, you know, you can definitely do a quick t a test on, on the Dr. Lam coaching site about what your NEM uh, stress color is. And you can see which is your dominant circuit. Or you can always give us a call at 714-709-8000 and we can help identify what is your dominant circuit and deal with the fatigue from the root cause. Thank you for being with us here today on the Dr. Lamb Show as we talked about fatigue, uh, some of the root causes, how to get down to the neuroendometabolic stress response. And if you find this information helpful, we hope you subscribe to our channel so that we can bring you more great content. We are here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.